does holidays everywhere every day book yours today with RAA SAFM's Beck and Soda well, it's a Friday. It doesn't feel like a Friday. Not at all. But it is. Yeah, which is fantastic. So you've only got to get through today and then a couple of days off as long as you're not working yeah. over the weekend. I reckon there'll be a few sickies mm. being called today. But on a Friday, mm. we look back at uh, what we've achieved or <laughs> messed up. The week that was. The week that was. It's called Get a Loader. Get a Loader. Get a load of you two, hey? Looking pretty cheerful after a public holiday. Probably a little more so if we weren't all here today, but uh, you win some, you lose some. But since we lost a day's worth of content, I had to jump back to last Friday for a little uh, psychological scarring. Big Dean Brogan, good morning, mate. You had the dignity to cover up in the pool, but (laughs) what happened when my esteemed co-host got out of the pool in his budgie? A potted sodas. Oh, I don't know what he's wearing, but it's like these Speedos from the 1970s, but they've got no elastic in them. So he's holding them up with his hand, and if you look closely, the little left little <laughs> hanging out the side of the... <laughs> Just tuck it back in. But let me tell you, I said the great man, you shaved in there too. <laughs> Soda, when I say get a loader, I don't mean that loader. But speaking of some kind of clever and not disgusting segue from talking about your testes to talking about your kids, that! We're back the final stage of the tour down under yesterday, so I thought, here's a great idea. What I'm going to do is we'll drive up the freeway, we'll get off at Crafer's, we can walk up a K or two with the kids up to Mount Lofty. I had the supplies. Did you have some scroggin? (laughs) (laughs) Had a trail mix (laughs) and a couple of bottles of water. Scroggin. <laughs> Scroggin. <laughs> Mule. Ah, there's a Simpsons quote for everything I tells ya. Anyway, while I certainly know I'm still a bit dusty from my own Wednesday night party times, I think Beck is still a bit groggy from a wedding last week. Beck, how was your weekend? Good lovely, to see you. Lovely. Wedding on Friday night, which was fun. The old Friday night wedding, doesn't that put you on the back foot to start your weekend? Yeah, I was a little, I was a little snoozy. I'm not good on Friday night. To see someone at the start of their marriage, rather than <laughs> like, <laughs> at the end, it's just so beautiful. So <laughs> So in love, that's going to change. Oh, yeah, yeah, Give yeah, them no. 10 years. Isn't it funny how happy they are? And they look so at each other's happy. eyes. Do you take this man? No. They're looking, you can see just the love and they're There's going, so it's going to be the best time of our life. <laughs> well, we've got news for you two. Um, <laughs> oh, wait, Beck's not groggy. She's just sarcastic and cynical. But then again, so is Soda. Get a load of these two sad sacks. Quick. One of you say something scathing. Kylie Jenner of Paris Fashion Week. Basically, she has a life-size lion head with a full mane. I don't care if no animals were harmed. It's celebrating animals as trophies, and I think it's tacky and disgusting and sad. It looks like her plus one is Aslan from <laughs> Narnia. <laughs> See, this is a quality comedic dynamic. Beck comes in with a serious critique and Soda makes a reference to an old-as-hell film franchise and even older book series. Quick, Soda reports some news for Beck to undercut. Qantas hasn't crashed, but remember a week ago that there was that flight and there was that Mayday distress call? Yeah. Now, yesterday, there was some paperwork problems. Adelaide to Perth, they had to flip the plane around and send it back where it came from. That's frustrating because when there's nothing wrong with the plane, you're just like, come on, just sort out the paperwork when we land. Always ask for forgiveness, not permission. Remember during COVID when we couldn't fly for years and we just thought we'll be so grateful to get back on a plane again. I Mm. think we should just go, okay, we're lucky to fly and be a bit zen 
about it. Okay, someone's looking for an upgrade here. <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly the angle I expected you to take there, Beck, but I admire the hustle. But let's be honest, you don't need to brown nose to get an upgrade, because you're the lady of the radio box. So I was down at Jetty Road the other week. Uh, I had a hair appointment. Is a hair appointment you're going to get a haircut? Just... It was a blow dry. Why can't you blow dry your own and hair? You're getting off track. So I've gone and got myself a coffee and it had a little biscuit on it. Mm. And I sat myself on a park bench on Jetty Road in the sunshine and drank my coffee. I had no kids. I was feeling peaceful and happy. And I was noticing that as people walked past me on Jetty Road, they were giving me a big smile. Like a really friendly big smile. Like there's Beck Morse from the radio? No, well, maybe I thought that a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you did. Well, Beck, did you like that? I loved it. (laughs) Okay, I'll make a note. More brown nosing. See you next week, guys. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Mm. Soda, you a Friends fan? Look, I'm not really. Okay. You love Friends? I'm a bit of a Friends fan. I was always, you know, Friends or Seinfeld, and I was always Seinfeld. I'm more Seinfeld than Friends. Right. But I'm I'm across it to the point yes. where I know that yesterday I was Monica in the one where she got stung by a jellyfish. You peed on yourself? <laughs> you can't say that. You, you don't know. I mean, I thought I was going to pass out from the pain. Anyway, I, I tried, but I, I couldn't been that way. Right. Anyway, I didn't I didn't pee on myself. I was the same I wasn't as her. sure I you were Monica because you did that to yourself or because you got stung by a jellyfish. No, well, well more the jellyfish. So okay. we went down to Moana yesterday mm-hmm. um, for the public holiday and had a lovely day swimming. The kids swam all day. I Beautiful. was five minutes into the water when I felt this searing pain. Right. Like I could have been bitten by a shark. The pain was so bad. Blue bottle or box? Well, I... I <laughs> Depends on your preference. Um, I couldn't. I couldn't see. I didn't see anything in the water. Mm-hmm. But I had this stinging, like underneath my arm, and all like wrapped around under my armpit. This searing pain that made me need to get out of the water. Right. And then some half an hour later, this sort of welt came up, <gasps> and you could see where the tentacle had draped itself around oh. my body. What a wonderfully dramatic description. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, and then of course we were the big group of people, including men who thought they were being very chivalrous to offer to help me relieve the pain with pee. Right. Can I ask, did uh, husband James step up to the plate? He was working yesterday at the ABC. Right. So so how many people volunteered to help Uh, you with your pain relief? uh, To be honest, a complete stranger who I was complaining to on the beach said, well, you know, (laughs) I went with Stingo's as it happens. You didn't take the normal option, the natural option? What, I'm just going to lie, to be honest, (laughs) if if it was on my foot, I might have gone back into the shower and DIY'd it. But it's underneath my arm, I couldn't have got, I couldn't got my stream up. <laughs> was the guy a surf lifesaver or just a punter on the beach? I should have gone to the surf lifesavers. They could have put some vinegar on it. Vinegar works, doesn't it? Does vinegar work better than the natural remedy? Well, I don't know, but I don't think surf lifesavers are part prepared and parcel to... with what you need you, to do. You used to be a surf lifesaver? I, yeah, I was. Oh. I was. You were such an action man. Mm. Well, no, I used to work there, actually, at Surf Life Saving. So, yeah, I was. Of course was. you bloody did. Um, and, yeah, look, I didn't have too many requests for people to um, <laughs> get a natural remedy from me. Mm. Is it an old wives' tale or does it actually help? I don't know. It, it, I'd like I'd like to know. 131060, <laughs> any calls if you've had someone yep, relieve themselves? Sure.
That's fine. Look, yeah. I don't know. But I know some people pay very good money for the service. <laughs> hey, we just had a message from Corey. He is a surfer. And he said, there is no evidence that weeing on a sting can relieve the pain or have any purpose oh. Oh. from a jellyfish. Oh. Right. Unless, of course, it's something that floats your boat and psychologically you might feel better after. So it. Wayne on the beach yesterday was just wanting to... Wayne's just yeah. had a really peculiar fetish. Okay. Or either that or he's a big fan of your work. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Ugh, you're unbelievable. Right, we've discovered that eggs have gone up 18% in price. So what we're getting here today in honour of that is to take a celebrity's name and just give it a little food twist. And if you can even make it an egg twist, that's even better. Or an egg scramble, if you like. Oh. Uh, Ashley from Hewitt. Uh, Ashley, who's your celebrity? It's Eggy Azalea. Oh, oh, that's good. Very good. We couldn't think of one egg pun. Well, what have you got? <laughs> Beck, have you got, if you haven't got an egg one, what else have you got? Um, okay, well, I'll stick with the what goes best with egg. Yes. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> no, but his, oh, no, name's, actually, yeah. his name's Bacon, uh, mate. That's not, you didn't make a twist. What about Kevin Bacon? Like his bacon <laughs> muffins. <laughs> It's a terrible save, by the way. She's back. Uh, JB, what have you got, mate? Oh, mate, I have Natalie Porter-Houseman. Oh, that's yeah. not bad. Natalie Porter-Houseman. Well and hang on, hang on. Give yourself a tick. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, Katie Perry-Perry Chicken. Hey! <laughs> oh, well done. What about <laughs> from Katie Perry-Perry to Katie Berry? Katie Berry? Yeah. yeah no. It's not as yeah. fun, though. Um, <laughs> oh, Bruno Mars Bar. Yeah. 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 Right, producer Nick, what do you got? Um, Celine Dijon Musket. Musket. Tom Lamb Shakes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Tom Hanks. Oprah Win Fried Ice Cream. No, no, no. another call. Alex from yep. Paralawi. All right, Alex, uh, what have you done with the celebrity? Who we got? Uh, we got Egg Sheeran. Oh, yes. nice. Another egg one. Another egg one. You creative little lot out there. Uh, producer H. Hello, I have Britney Spear mints. Not yeah, bad. Okay. Yeah, that's Britney's, okay. What is about that Britney Asparagus Spears? I'm out, guys. Oh, she's out. Just one. Uh, a audio whiz. Zachy boy. Hello. Hello. What do you got? Got a couple. Um, I've got uh, Citrus Elba. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Leonardo DiCapricolo. <laughs> DiCapricolo. It's a deli meat. Oh, okay. Right. Come on now. And for uh, for any people who might be from uh, New South Wales and whatnot, Anna De Palmas. Oh, instead of Palmer. Yeah, Anna De Palmer. Anna De Palmer. Oh, right. Come on, guys. Um, okay. What about this one? Um, Madonna kebab. That's good. Um, tennis star Nick Euros. Yeah. Or what about divisive Aussie cricketer David Prawner? <laughs> uh, Laura from Paralawi, what do you got, Laura? I have two. I have uh, Tom Holiday, Holiday Sauce. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's good. And, that's uh, Spider Man. The other one is uh, Mark Soda Stream. Yeah. Oh, Laura, very nice indeed. Um, we got any, any uh, Rubes, producer Ruby? Yes, I have Brad Pitterbread. Yeah. Nice. Yes. And uh, Natalie Porkman. Oh, hey. yeah, I don't mind that. Don't mind I, if I do. I had, a, I had Brad Schnitt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to Gary. Gary, what's your pun? There you go, mate. What do you got? Eggie Maguire. Eggie Maguire. Oh, Eggie so Maguire. Very good. Can I leave you with this one? I've been working on this one all morning. Uh, Argentinian soccer star, Lionel Eaton Messi. You worked on that all morning. Is that all right? <laughs> yeah, no. Not our best to finish. No. Can I finish with? Can I finish with Zach Saffron? 
There you go. Okay. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. I was a very proud South Australian on Wednesday night as I watched the Australian of the Year awards come through. First of all, Young Australian of the Year, Awa Mobile, Socceroo star, who's done some incredible work uh, with refugee camps. And then Australian of the Year, South Australia's own Taran Brumfit, a founder of the body image movement. You'd be across this, Soda. Absolutely, yeah. I've had the chance to meet Taran a few times. Her work is brilliant. Huge advocate for body positivity, most recently with children. So couldn't be prouder to chat to her this morning. I think she's been talked out. Congratulations, Taryn. Good morning. Hello. Thank you so much. Wow. Hi, Taryn. It is a brilliant result. Haven't you become an even bigger deal over the past couple of days? Uh, well, you know, when the Prime Minister asked you for a selfie, I had to say to my partner, Tim, did you see that? Did you get it on mm. camera? Did someone take a photo of that one? Listen, it's been a, it's been a pretty wild, um, I don't even know, 24, 36 hours, but I'm just so um, grateful and I'm extremely humbled um, by being recognised for this work. And it's not about me, it's about what we're going to do with this and um, help the kids, help everybody across Australia embrace their bodies. So, Taryn, if uh, people don't know about your um, body image movement, but most importantly, your, your two documentaries, I sat down with my daughters and watched your first one, Embrace, and it changed the way that I spoke and thought about my body to my girls because they were glaring at me through the whole thing saying, Mum, you say that, you do that. And, and, it, and it did. It changed my relationship with my body and, and how I talk about it. I love that. And that's all we hope to do. You know, film is such a great way of conveying a message and Embrace, which is still on Netflix. It's, it's the film that keeps on going, that one. Um, if you haven't seen it, watch it because it will help you with your body image and it's quite quite entertaining too because there's some really incredible Australians in it like Mia Friedman, Taria Pitt mm. and of course we've got Embrace Kids coming to schools next year so mm. you know we're creating resources that are going to help the next generation to move, nourish, respect and enjoy their bodies. Taryn, one thing that we always get in this situation are people that will have a whack and complain, which, um, I mean, it's become part and parcel of society nowadays. I saw Mike Carlton, and you've probably seen this, who's a commentator and a former journo, and he said, my Australian idea would be a doctor or a nurse working nights in intensive care, dealing with COVID and daily death, real compassionate work, not someone who makes a buck out of saying it's okay to be a bit fat. I don't know how you deal with this sort of thing, but this sort of commentary... How's it sat with you when you've just been essentially recognised for one of the greatest things in your life? Well, I'm really um, discerning about where I put my energy and I know the mission that I'm on and everyone who's ever met me knows me really well. They know my work. They know what it's all about. Um, So I'm going to focus on helping you know, our kids, helping anybody across Australia who doesn't have a great relationship with their body and um, leave everyone else behind who wants to be, um, you know, say whatever they want to say. Yeah, Yeah. no, that's a good point. And I think for anyone that's involved anywhere where people are commenting on them, it's good advice, isn't it? Because there's going to be haters in absolutely everything anyone's doing. Yeah, there is. And, and you know, we, we encounter that ourselves, you know, in everyday life. You know, you, you encounter people who, who don't like you, don't love you, and that's okay as well. Um, you know, I think find your tribe, keep them close. Um, know who you are, be a good person, um, be kind to people, be kind to yourself. I don't think you can really go wrong with those kind of values. So, Taryn, you've got such a big platform now with this national recognition. How are you going to use it? 
Well, it's our mission to reach a million school children. Um, it was over the next three years, but um, I'm, I'm, I think we might actually do this in the next 12 months now. I spoke to the team. I said, will it break any of you guys if we just do it in a year? Like, let's <laughs> go for this. Um, that's what we're going to do. We're going to make the Embrace Men documentary um, next as well. But really, it's about disseminating all of the resources, the curriculum aligned resources for year five and six, seven and eight in schools. They're all free. I've partnered with Dr. Zali Yeager. We've created the Embrace Collective. And that's the culmination of the last decade of my life's work. And now it's scientifically supported. So when science and creativity meet, it's a pretty powerful combination. And we're here to do good in the world. And we're really excited. And I'm excited to be Australian of the Year and do it. Oh, well, you should be. Congratulations. All of South Australia is just so proud of you, Taryn. Good on you, Taryn. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks so much. Well done, Dale. So proud of you. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh my gosh, look at these trending topics. The royal family has tweeted, Mm -hmm. this is very modern, uh, at royal family on Twitter, um, some information about the coronation, which is now in just 100 days. Right. Their profile pic is a cute little shot of uh, Charles and Camilla looking, looking. Are they at Ascot? No, they're not at the right. Oh, was was that a reference to Camilla looking? Like Pardon me? No, oh. I just thought the royal family were into yeah. their because, racing. Oh, no, because I, I followed I, it, Gary Janetti and he always makes references to her being horsey oh. and I thought that's what you were wow. doing. That's I wouldn't have gone there. Yeah. I just thought because the royal family, the queen, you know, no, and a lot of were. horses. <laughs> and you've were. gone straight to the no, fact that you you've, um, you've okay. head shamed her. <laughs> wow. you, no. I mean, seriously. you I thought that's where you were going. I, wasn't I was the bringing one, you into no, line. I wasn't the one that inferred that her head looked like a horse's head. I wasn't either. I was. Well, you did. Let's oh, be honest. Like, okay. It's a little harsh. You've derailed I mean, me. I thought the sisters are meant to stick together. So they, mm. have, they have released the names of some of these events, which I kind of feel like if you're the royal family, you've got a very big team, a marketing team, I would have thought, oh, yeah. an events team to yep. come up with very dynamic names for the events. Would the marketing team be creating a coronation plate? They would. There would definitely be a lot of commemorative memorabilia. What what are the names? So what they've organised is a big lunch. Neighbours and communities invited to share food and fun together on the date. And they've called it the Coronation Big Lunch. (laughs) Why didn't they just get like the chuck truck? (laughs) <laughs> and then they just have that drive around and can give some food out for people in the big lunch. And then on the Monday after the coronation, members of the public will be encouraged to try volunteering. They want them to help out. So they've called that event the Big Help Out. <laughs> right on. So they've sat down and put their thinking caps on mm. and they've come up with the Big Lunch and the Big Help Out. And the coronation's probably called the Big Coronation. It's very nice. Seems a little it? bit like... Un- uncreative for mm. me. I feel like that might not be a word. Do you think uncreative? <laughs> Discreative? <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like it's a very big event. This hasn't happened for however many well, years. You just ran with it as well. You called it a big event. Mm. Oh, I don't, can we think of another adjective? Can we think of another describing word for the coronation of the king that doesn't just have the word big in it? What are you doing on the weekend? I've got a big lunch. <laughs> it just seems very lowbrow for the royal family. Yes, my big queen consort has a big mane. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Is it right? Is it wrong? Oh, our right or wrong this morning. They've been divisive uh, to throw out your partner's 
possessions. Okay, so you can register these on safm.com.au and you can win $1,000. 131060, give us a call. Is it right or wrong to throw out your partner's <laughs> possessions without their knowledge, behind their back, losing all trust in the relationship, <laughs> being deceptive, right. and essentially... You're destroying any foundations of a future. Oh, Let's okay. be honest. I so think, I think it's wrong. I think Soda clearly <laughs> thinks it's wrong. So Jade registered and mm. confessed this about her partner. He goes to auctions. He picks stuff up off the side of the road. He buys stuff all with intentions that he will eventually do something with it or mm. fix it up, but never does. So I, when he's at work and I have the day off, load it all back up on the trailer and I donate it to op shops over Adelaide. <laughs> Without his permission. Without him knowing. Yeah, well, it's clearly Jade's on thin ice here with her relationship. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. I mean, how can the husband have any trust? He's out there mining for gold out on the streets. Oh. He brings it home and then she just goes, no, nah, it's not good enough. I don't know anybody who would do something like Hang that on. Can in I just ask you a question, <laughs> Rebecca? I get the feeling, because you're a very strong personality. Yes. I am tipping that you would do this sort of stuff to James. I think that, and I don't want to make this around gender, but I think men in particular need a little bit of help with their culling. I feel like they don't understand good taste. (laughs) And therefore I had to help. James Cull a particular item of his wardrobe that he had when we first met and I hated it the first time he wore it. It was almost a deal breaker. Can I just ask, you said you had to help him cull. So did you convince him that he had to get rid of it or did you get rid of something without telling him? I helped him to get rid of the jacket he didn't know he needed to get rid of. Right. Behind his back. What was it? Okay, so it was this like long line corduroy puffer. So Mm. it was in a teal colour, not even a Port Adelaide teal but a bad sort of denim wash teal. It was real 90s vibes. And I just hated it. He loved it though? Yeah, loved it. Past tense. He um, he took him a while, probably took a good year for him to go, where's that puffer? Because he did use it for his like chores if he'd had to clean yeah. the gutters or something. It was his daggy cool. puffer. Yeah. And I had to tell him that it... Um, had got lost. I don't know. It had gone to the farm. So I hope it's not listening. You threw it out. I threw it out. You threw it out in the wheelie bin. You didn't consult him. Just on the Sunday night bin night, I ran it down in the dead of night and stuffed it in the wheelie bin. What gives you the right to be able to make those decisions? Taste. Is it right? Is it wrong? So Jade confessed Mm. that she got a big trailer load of her partner's stuff that he'd found and foraged and was planning on fixing up and took it straight to an op shop. So our right or wrong this morning, is it right or wrong to throw out your partner's bits and pieces, their things, their prized possessions? Without their knowledge, of course. Without their knowledge. Yeah, like Amanda from Woodcroft has done. She's chucked out all of her partner's sports memorabilia because it was sitting in boxes in the shed. That stuff could be worth thousands. (laughs) And then she told him the rats got to it, so she had to What, the rats chewed through a glass frame? <laughs> Amanda, wow. I love you. No, no, it's, no, it's wrong. There's and I confessed, knowing that James is not listening, that I threw out his favourite old puffer that he used to wear around the house all the time. Which had wonderful sentimental value. It made him feel connected to his past, but yeah. you removed that mm. because you thought you had every single right in the world to be able to dictate what your husband oh. wears. It's a little weird. Did you place his clothes out this morning before he goes to work? Of course I didn't. <laughs> Jody in North Brighton, right or wrong to throw out your partner's possessions? Oh, absolutely right. I threw out a pair of my husband's tracksuit pants that were probably 10 years old 
They were grey, they were baggy, they had no elastic in them, they were disgusting, they were thinning, you could see through them. Um, so I did it on bin morning so that they were like gone gone and there was no chance of them ever coming back. Um, Jody was furious. He would be, you know what, because they sound so comfortable, they sound like they're a part of him. No, they were disgusting, they were about 10 years old. They were Sacconi, they were so gross. Can I ask, was he wearing them out in public or just on the couch? Oh, just at home. But if people come around, he wouldn't get changed. He'd still have them on. And he might pop to the shops in them. And they were just not fit for wearing. Come they on. were not even fit for a charity yeah. bag. Yeah, Jody, I'm right with on, you, Dal. Okay, yeah. Kelly that, in Andrew's it, farm. I don't know how that relationship survives. Oh, God. Mr. Judgy McJudge Judge over there. Kelly in Andrew's farm, right or wrong to throw out your partner's possessions? Um, I believe I was right. Um, my husband had a SLR 5000 Tirana. Yes. Um, it was a classic. He well, it was his pride and joy. He spent a lot of time, money, and effort getting mm-hmm. it to where it was. Kelly, it um, sounds like a wonderful car and a great hobby. I'm sure he loves it dearly. Oh, he he really did love his car. Really loved his car. So what happened? Um, he broke my heart by cheating on me, so I broke his heart and sold his car. <gasps> oh, Kel. oh, Kel, it was a revenge yeah. a revenge sale. Yeah, it was actually a revenge sale, yes. Whoa. Right. So you were still together at the time? Uh, yeah, we were still together at the time. We're still together now. Oh, you're, still- <gasps> you're still together? Hang on. How much did you sell the car for? How much money did you get for it? I uh, sold it for $400. Oh, right. It would have been worth much more than that, Cal. Yeah, a lot more. Hang on. My heart was worth more. <laughs> well, Cal, but, but you're still together, so there is a happy ending to this story. Uh, yeah, we've been together 25 years this year. So did that, did you just call it even after that? Uh, yeah, we did call it even, but we still like have a laugh about it now to this day because it'd be worth a lot more now. Yeah. <laughs> Rightio. Okay, thank you. The old Tori. Um, oh, wow. Well, at least they're together. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Any, what about this? Nicole on Facebook said that uh, her partner cheated on her, much like the situation mm. with Kelly here. Um so what she did was she got his gaming computer and drowned it in the bath and then threw a brick through his computer screen. I don't know. I think if you've got an adult partner who has a gaming computer, that's a pretty big red flag. Yeah, actually, that marriage is done anyway. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Checking the pulse on SA, it's the Soda Stream. The Soda Stream. What happened in Adelaide yesterday mm. that we need to be across, Soda? Well, if you're out and about on the public holiday looking for something to do, if you had it got down Westlakes Way, just near where that rowing course is, you yes. know where everyone trains down there. Well, no, uh, Blackwood High School didn't have a rowing team. So. Oh, okay. Well, not familiar with those sheds. Just if it wasn't a school rowing team, it might have just been that yeah. you're involved in rowing in yeah. South Australia. That's okay. Sorry, Beck. that just with the chip on my shoulder. Continue. No, that's all right. Anyway, um, there was a little triathlon going on, which was great to see so many people out in the sun enjoying themselves, all fit and healthy, all shapes and sizes, mm. all squeezed into lycra, which was fantastic. <laughs> and everyone was riding bikes that were probably worth more than most of the cars wow. that we see on the strip. Anyway, a good mate of mine, Dean Brogan, uh, yes. used to play footy, and we spoke with Brogues the other day, because mm-hmm. we've been getting into this sort of midlife crisis we're trying to yes. get fit again. So we entered this triathlon, 750 metre swim in Westlakes. Not the most appealing piece of water in South Australia. Yeah. Little dirty, Did you a have little, little brown. swimming cap on. Had a cap, had a wetsuit on, <laughs> swimming wetsuit. <laughs> uh, 
Hey, a nice orange cap we had. We had to sort of swim out to the big boy and then around 750 metres is quite a swim. Yeah. Then you get on the bike for 20 kilometres. Okay. And then you finish off with a 5K run. Yeah, no, thank you. So well done to everyone that did that. I thought it was brilliant to get everyone out there. But they also, for the kids, to try and get them involved in the sport, they had a little thing called an aquathlon. Oh. Right, which is essentially a swim and then a run. They so, should have called it a come and try. Well, you could. Get it? It was try. a come and try. Athlon? Athlon, very Sorry, nice. Continue. Anyway, so my little son, Felix, a 10-year-old, decided, Dad, I might want to have a go at this. So by the time I was sort of just plodding away in the 5K run, they'd started the aquathlon. And by pure coincidence, as I was coming to the finish line, Little Felix had done his 50-metre swim, then his 400-metre run. So we were actually coming from different ends to meet at the finish line. So I could see him, and everyone's got their number. So the bloke on the mic, um, Nigel, is yelling out, you know, congratulations, here comes Big Dean Brogan, the Port Adelaide (laughs) superstar, running along and reading out everyone's name. And then he says, oh, and you can see the number. Hey, Felix, so does Trump. Oh, he's as, a Nepo baby. Yes. <laughs> as Felix was running to the finish line and I was coming from the other end across the line, Felix stopped <laughs> 10 metres before the line yeah. and started waving his arms <laughs> as into G the spectators oh, up what? in his first event. And I've seen him and gone, oi, just keep bloody running across the line. Anyway, he gets across, then I struggle across the line. I said, what are you doing, mate? And he goes, Dad. Just getting the crowd involved. Nothing wrong with that. (laughs) SAFM's Beck and Soda. A new way to wake up. Get SAFM's Beck and Soda anywhere, anytime on the free listener app. SAFM.